Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Good morning, good morning. Listeners, I hope you're having a great weekend. I hope you had a great week. Uh, as usual, crazy, crazy car business. It's really crazy. Um, I hope that uh, your decisions, this show, uh, well, let's take it to the Lord first. Dear Heavenly Father, I give you praise and the glory for the ability and talent of each one of these listeners. Help them learn and grow. Be the best they can be. Help them make the right decisions using the Bible, using common sense, but using the Holy Spirit to lead and guide them. Bless me being their mentor to open their eyes, open their hearts, and uh, let them understand exactly what I'm trying to do and ask this all. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Uh, what I've had several people say, what are you trying to do? I'm trying to prepare you for what's going to happen. Uh, what am I doing wrong? not high enough uh which was something wrong with it needs to go up more oh okay i'm sorry there we go i'll get yeah we'll we'll get this straight in a minute here here we go so anyway uh I, i want you to be prepared to maybe it's amazing to me as I mentioned last week, going, I, I jog about three-quarter of a mile, and I walk about a mile and a quarter or a little more, some days even further. But there's a private school down the street from me, and how many new trucks and sport utilities, and I'm talking about stuff that's seventy to 100000 how many people have bought lately? Um People have not backed off these prices. They don't care if they're paying 5000 over a window sticker. I mean, and there was an Escalade in there that right now, that's uh, that's 15000 over MSRP, which is window sticker. Uh, but what I'm trying to do is get you to think outside the box. I think we're, we're like sheep. We follow the trends. We follow what's going on. We think it's the right way to do it, and it, you know, we've got to be like the Joneses. There's so much that's going on that that I don't understand. I mean, I want to be productive. You know, I want to do what's right. Uh, I'm going to talk the second half of the show. You might call somebody uh, to, to listen to our show. We're on 6.30 a.m. the word, kslr.com if they're out of the radio area. They can uh, listen live on kslr.com. You can look at past shows on kslr.com. Uh, look me up. Uh, there's I don't know how many shows on there. Probably two, three hundred, huh? Yeah, probably because I've been on here for almost four years. So uh, I want you to be prepared mentally, physically, spiritually for a battle for your budget, your money, your available money, your available cash. Um, I think the Lord works in mysteriously ways, but we don't understand it sometimes. And uh, I think that um, we're going to see some things in this government, in this city, uh, that's not going to fit real well. 
as we've noticed, the money, because they're printing it so fast, uh, I saw something that I had to research the other day. Venezuela's uh, right now is is in a in a crunch, big time crunch. But they went to communism, well, or socialism, and man, their money is is dropping at a rate of two thousand percent. Inflation is inflation at two thousand percent. How much is food going to be? How much is a, a vehicle going to be? You know, years ago, I used to ship trucks, big trucks. Good morning, Don Duffy. Big trucks down to Venezuela. We're not going to do that anymore. They can't afford big trucks. I mean, uh, are they? is that what our government's trying to do, put us out of business? You know, I mean, in value, devaluation of our money, everything's gone up. Food's gone up. Man, like I said, I went to the grocery the other day and got a little small basket, and it was $92. I mean, Barry's shaking his head. Hey, give us a call here. I forgot to mention it. Give us a call here, 210-340-9585. There's no dumb questions, uh, none at all. You need to know the market. You need to know what's going on. You need to know what's the best for, for everything that's going on. Um, I'm getting stuff run at me constantly from listeners. Thank you, listeners. Tell people to call me. My mobile number is 830 708 Four seven eight nine. It's eight three zero seven zero eight four seven eight nine. Love to talk to you. Uh, that's my pay. Call me. That's my pay. Tell twenty people Randy wants to buy your car, your truck, your house, uh, especially cargo vans. I'm needing cargo vans really, really bad. Please give me a call. And just in case you're in the San Antonio area and you'd like to meet me, uh, talk about your situation, uh, sell me your vehicle. I'll be at Easy's today from uh, 10.15 to 11.30, then 11 o'clock. They don't open until 11, so I'll get to talk to you in the parking lot or on the porch uh, for a little bit. And then I'll tell you what I am going to have today. I am going to have their uh, sweet potato fries. Man, you know, I've ate some sweet potato fries in my lifetime, but let me tell you, Easy's at 281, you're – Greg's in Michigan. He's not going to make it, but Angela might. Uh, sweet potato fries. You know, and I felt pretty good. They're not greasy, number one. I felt pretty good. Bob Morrow's the manager there. He used to work for me. And he said, Randy, you got to try my sweet potato fries. I said, I've ate sweet potato fries. But, man, these are these are great. Man, I had a bean burger and sweet potato fries. And, man, it filled me up, and it was great. So I'll be at Easy's at 281 and uh, – uh, bitters, so be sure and come by and see me. And I leave at 11.30. I need to leave at 11.30. I got a lot of stuff going on. Angela, you didn't tell me about some trucks that came in I peeked at this morning. And so <laughs> uh, they keep, I know they're they're bringing a lot of money, but I still need them. And I need cargo vans. Please, if you've got a company, I don't care if they're running or not, I need some cargo vans. I'll have put motors and transmissions in them to get them going. So give me a call, 830-708-4789, and uh, keep me in mind at, at, at Easy's. But uh, and right now I've got some dump trucks. I'll buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. It don't matter. These are low-mileage dump trucks, and we do some financing. And so uh, give me a call and, and check them out. Hey, and be sure and go to YouTube, Randy Adams, Inc. 
I'm working right now. I think I'm going to want to go to Spotify. I'm going to work on that deal and see where I'm at on that. I thought I'd, I'd signed up, but I guess I dropped the ball. I'm not a computer person. Uh, I'm, I don't know what kind of person I am, but I, I try my best. I want to teach you the good, the bad, and the ugly. What's going on in the business? What's going on in the world? What's going on in life? But I want you to be prepared mentally, physically, and spiritually for a battle for your money. I mean, it's it's a sad situation what we're going through. It's sad of the, the loss of value of stuff that we've seen. And so uh, if um, if you have any questions of what my thinking is, give me a call, 830-708-4789. You know, we've got a Texas... We've got a unique situation here for the market. And uh, I was telling you, let's wait till October to see what's going on. Now we've got manufacturers saying they're not going to be building as many vehicles as before due to price, due to labor, due to chips, due to all kinds of stuff. And so we're seeing all kinds of crazy stuff, empty message. I don't know what that means, but anyway. Give us a call. And, hey, give us a call, 210-340-9585. That's 210-340-9585. Good morning, Bubba. And so what? what's going to happen? Look what's happened in the last eight months. I mean, gasoline jumped up a dollar, dollar and 20. Food's going up. Lumber's going up. And, you know, the government's wanting to shut us down. They want socialism. And socialism is just communism with lipstick on it. That's what Pastor Hagee says. And so I think he's right. And so we're we're trying to drive this economy down, trying to keep people from working, trying to get everybody dependent on the government. Uh, my question is, if 48% of the people are not working and living off the government, when it changes to 52 and 48 is trying to support them, how are we going to do? How are we going to use our money? I want to be productive. I want wise things. And the worst investment we can make is on uh, uh, automobile, trucks, cars, whatever. You know, vans and trucks we can work out of. And people got to have them to work out of and keep the economy going, keep everybody. I was just talking to a good friend of mine, Wayne Yates, down in Rockport. He runs a big uh, air conditioning company. And they do service. Mainly they do service. They do installs and some other stuff. But mainly he does service. And he had 68 calls yesterday. 68 calls. So when the air conditioner's broke, Bubba, we need your help. Come on. Come on. Well, when are we going to be broke with our money situation? You know, I, I got an email from a good friend of mine. She's uh, about to file on her uh, Social Security. But it says that by 2033, the government's going to be busted and can't pay Social Security. What's that going to put us in a situation? Are you going to owe too much money on your vehicle and continue to do that? Hey, good news on one of the guys that uh, the lease company said you can't buy your Tacoma. Well, he followed my instructions. I talked to him, I think, three times. Gave him pointers, told him what to say, what to do. He got it bought. He's got a bunch of profit coming. The problem is it's a low miles. How do you replace it? You know, uh, had some people call me 
uh, I believe it was Thursday, about their vehicle. I said, don't trade it. Use it. Keep going. You're going to sell it. Now, what are you going to do? you got to replace it. You're going to sell a good car. This car is a 3,000-mile Toyota Prius. I said, you're going to sell it, and then what are you going to buy? You're still going to need a vehicle. You know, and I'll step up and play plenty for it, but, you know, I wouldn't do it if I was her. She just needs to find cheaper insurance. She's worried about the insurance. Hey, insurance companies, hey, we love you. Send us the money. We're not going to do anything, but we'll give you insurance. We're not going to give you the price company does. If you're in an accident, we're not going to help. The uh, claims adjuster is going to beat you up. This lady's insurance is out of the, out of the world, but it was a, a unique situation, a situation I've never thought about. But uh, she got this car from... Uh, she was a caretaker, and the guy gave her the car, uh, left it to her in the will. And so there was no insurance on it for a few months because they had to get the will probated. And that, now that's a problem. I'm waiting on a truck that the the uh, will's getting probated, and I'm waiting on a house that's, that I'm buying that's waiting on uh, pro get it done, the it, it probated will. And so... You know, everything's backed up due to COVID. Everything's a problem due to COVID. Everything is mixed up. The world's upside down. The world's thinking is upside down. But, you know, I I was working on something. Been working on, I work on myself before I, I give you all the message. Man, I got this messed up. It looked like pretty funny, wasn't it? Hey, Facebook, y'all like that? Anyway, uh, so, but I I'm working on how. Can a person keep away from the evil system? Uh, if you go, if you want to stay up with where I'm at right now, and I may talk about this next week, go to Revelation 16. I'm sorry, 17, verse 16. Revelation 17, go to 16, and look at that. The beast, the beast, and the ten horns you saw will hate the prostitute. The prostitutes in the United States, believe it or not, and, and I'll may, I may work on that a little longer and, and bring it up next week. But see, the government, the socialists, they hate profit. They hate people with prosperity. They hate their people doing real well. And, and so the government's going to hate anybody. Now, that's what I don't understand. With Warren Buffett buying all these dealerships, like I said, they bought that one in Austin for $200 million. Woo-hoo-hoo. Merciful that dropping a hat to him. He loves socialism, but he made it in a capitalist way. And so you don't think they're not a cash cow when it's $200 million you pay for a, for a, a dealership? Man, I mean, there's got and they didn't get no building, no, no, no uh, dirt. Two hundred million. Wow, that's unbelievable. It takes money to operate. It takes big time money. It takes your money. They're going to make money on somebody somehow. Hey, and guess what? There's a target on you, and they got it aimed right at you, and they will come after you. So be prepared, mentally, physically, spiritually, for a battle for your money. Now, the gentleman on the Tacoma, 
because they told him he couldn't buy it, and we got that deal straight. He, he had a contract. He got to buy the Tacoma, and I think it's honestly at the market right now seven eight thousand too cheap. But if I was him, I told him I'd keep it, just like I told the lady with the press, keep it. You got to replace it. It's just like a buddy of mine sold his house the other day, and he had paid a hundred and fifty twenty years ago, and he sold it for four hundred thousand. And he said, man, I thought I'd really done something until I tried to buy a house to move into. He said, I can't. I have to pay four fifty for the same house, not in a neighborhood I like. And, you know, I don't like none of the deal now. Sometimes we jump into something without thinking about it, weighing up the consequences, knowing exactly what it's going to cost. That lady, she's going to sell her Prius. Yes, it's free. Yes, it's free. But where is she going to find a car? That's as good as a 3,000-mile almost new car. Good morning, Robert. 3,000-mile car and get the insurance down to where she's going to need to be. You know, that that's the key. When you make a decision, know the market. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to teach you the market, let you stay on top of the market. And that's what I'm trying to do with Spotify. I'm going to probably try to do three, four, five shows for Spotify a week uh, and YouTube. We're going to generate both of them together where you'll know what's going on in the car market, what's going on in the housing market. I bought and sold real estate all my life. I got the best real estate team gathered up. I got the ladies that will work hard. They're all single moms. They got to make a living. They got to work hard, and they do it right. They do it honestly. They got the best eye for what needs to be done. You know, uh, I was talking to my son the other day, and he's thinking about selling his house. But I said, you got to make this car look the best it can. A house is the same way. How are you taking care of your vehicle? Now, we get to a point. I had some people bring me a, a, uh, a Sienna van, and it's got some dents on it around, and it needs a little work. And so they said, what should we do? I said, brakes are safety. You need to fix brakes for yourself and the person you sell it to. But the dents, with those kind of miles, I wouldn't spend. Don't chase good money after bad money. Don't chase after spending all this money making it look like new. Make it safe and then sell it or trade it to me. So now I'm looking for another van farm. And so, you know, you've got to be ready to make the right decisions. Good morning, Katie. And, yeah. You gotta make the right decision. It's your hard earned money. We work forty hours a week. I work fifty, sixty. We work forty hours a week and then we pay for a car that loses value and we don't think about it. It's okay. You know. And it is cheaper than I guess Ubers went up. You've been riding Uber, Barry? Is it going up a little bit? Not much, but it's going up a little. So it's gonna to continue to go up. I was dealing with a gentleman that insurance doubled on his business. Insurance is going up. Value of the money is going down. You've got you've got to get from point A to point B, and you want to go into luxury. Let me tell you something. I don't care about luxury. I got a gentleman. I bought his flatbed yesterday, and it was one I've never seen, never, ever seen. And so it's a one-ton flatbed with a Hemi with a 6.4 Hemi. Great motor. And a clean unit. 
but there's really no market on it. I tried to research it, and I found one vehicle that's similar to it. And so, you know, sometimes we got to think outside of the box. I, in my opinion, he don't think so, but I stepped up. But he also saw a vehicle. I'm driving a 97 Lincoln Town Car. Hey, I love it. I just went to Abilene and back in it the other day. Went down the road and came back. And he's wanting to buy it for his wife to drive back and forth to San Antonio. Number one, it gets decent fuel mileage. Number two, she's got some protection. Number three, got some comfort, and she can carry something. And of course, she she got goats. She said, I can't, call, I can't haul a bell of hay in it. I said, oh, yeah, you can leave the trunk open. You can, call, you can probably fit one in it. It's so big, the trunk is on them old Lincolns. But I want to be productive. I want to be productive. What I've got, the savings I got, the money I got, the time I've got. You know, we've only got left in life is time, energy, ability, and experience. And I want to use every bit of that to help you, to give back to you. I know that um, sometimes maybe I don't look that way. And I, I return my calls. I get calls every day. I don't get 68 well, I probably get 68, but not on just service. I've got other stuff that's going on. And so I want to be the best I can be, but do you? Do you understand what you're going through? Do you understand what's happening in the money situation? Do you understand where we're heading? But do you have your budget set? Do you have, have you got the future set? Make decisions. I always tell you, make decisions today that will pay off tomorrow. Maybe you need to think about something for 24 hours. Maybe you need to pray about it. I need to pray about lots of stuff. I'm praying about some people that are are not doing well. Um, But love overcomes any issues. And if you really got love in your heart, you'll help people. You'll be there for it. You'll spend the time you need to be. I mean, I'm helping my ex-wife. You know, and I've had everybody say, I wouldn't help her. She needs help. You know, if you got a loving heart, you help anybody that's got problems, anybody that can't get things done. You know, I mean, I spend time with some people. I spent time with that lady that's trying to get rid of that Prius that, in my opinion, I wouldn't. Now, I'll buy it if she'll, if she'll make that final decision, but she's going to have to find something to replace it, and I don't think that's going to be good a good idea. And so what are you replacing your vehicle with? I, I've got a gentleman. I bought his truck. And uh, I said, uh, well, what, what are you going to be driving? This is a low mileage truck. I've got it sold. And he said, I don't need it. I've got an older truck. This truck, I don't put, that's why it's low miles. I don't put many miles on it. Well, I, I, had, I had to ask that question because, I mean, you know, and if he's got another vehicle, great. Take that money. Go do something else. Gentlemen, I bought the flatbed. Freed them up on some payments. Freed them up on insurance. Some of these some of these vehicles are commercial insurance. And you know how Mr. Henry and Mr. 4444 are. You know, so you, you know, and I think Mr. Henry's got a big, great, great giving heart. He, he, you know, I've, I've seen things over the years where he has given back to the community well. But still, I don't want him going against me. I don't want him fighting my commercial license, and I don't want anybody else to either. You know, so uh, I, I want you to understand what you're driving, what you're doing, what's it costing. The big secret, the big secret, is you can buy right now. Hey, the 
It used to be, I think, a year, year and a half ago, I used to talk about the average new car was 36000 Well, they're junk now, most of them, and the average is 43000 That's the latest of manufacturers, the latest on new car dealers, giving you the figure, 43000 Now, you buy a $43,000 car, you put on about, in four years, you put on, you know, 40,000 miles a year, and that's what a lot of people do. It's $160,000, I mean 160,000 miles. What's it going to be worth? Three to four grand probably. I mean, you right now the magic number on good miles is 120. I'll give you that market report a time or two. Good morning, Katie, again. God bless you. Thank you, Facebook Live. We're going to take a short break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about what I've, I brought up a while ago. Uh, what does it take just to keep away from the evil system? The evil system might be part of me saying no to myself. Do I need that brand new Corvette? No. Do I need that brand new King Ranch? No. What do you need? Basic transportation. Hey, I'm driving an Avalon today. You know, I'm I'm lucky. I drive whatever's got gas in it. That's what's my favorite car. One will start, got cold air, and drives. Got gas is it is a big plus. Hey, I'm Randy Adams. Learn to buy and sell cars.com. I'm gonna take a four minute break. We're gonna call, come back and talk about what's right and wrong in the car business. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in. Everybody drives a used car. You need to put a whole armor of God on one next time you're getting ready to buy a car. Be sure and go to YouTube, Randy Adams, Inc. Learn, listen, and subscribe, and be sure and listen to my radio show every Saturday morning, 9 a.m. on 6.30 a.m. The Word. Good morning. This is Randy Adams. Learn to buy and sell cars.com. Thank you for tuning in. Hey, the phone number here is 210-340-9585. God bless you. Hey, we got a a listener on uh, line. Weston, is this Weston Martinez? It is. Hey, how you doing? How's uh, I'm definitely voting for you for land commissioner. Uh, (laughs) I hope that's going well. I hope everybody else realizes that uh, what a good Christian man we need to put in that position. And uh, uh, I know that we've talked in the past about your new idea uh, that's coming up, and we may talk about that in a minute. Uh, You got a suburban. And you said you you spent a little money on it. Is that correct? Yep, I've got a uh, you know I got a lot of phone numbers in my in my phone, and uh, but one of the most important phone numbers I have is you. Oh well, because when I've got a when I got something with cars, <laughs> I've learned to not to, instead of instead of having to do months and months of research, I just call you and tell you, hey Randy, I need a car. I need you to go car hunting for me. So, well, uh, it's the wrong time, time right now. A wrong, wrong time. Well, I'm telling you, it is tough. And it's, when if if it's a suburban or a Tahoe, that's a battle right now. They're just not hardly any, and they're still bringing a lot of money. And the new ones are high, and you can't get them. In fact, there's dealerships right now on new ones that are five thousand on over window sticker MSRP. Five thousand, and if you want to escalate, wow. it's fifteen thousand over when the sticker. I've got a guy that I sell work trucks to that just paid one hundred and eighteen thousand for a new one. Mercy, that's I'm buying a house for less than that right now. That sounds like that, that sounds like Congress, not like cars. Oh well, yeah, that's that's it. Uh, and so, but I really think you need to. 
if you've got a suburban right now, I think you need to just stay in it and and make it work till let's see what's going on about I was thinking October, but now I'm thinking March because uh the okay. the production's not up. The new car dealers are old school. Uh if you want a new suburban you can order one. But they gotta in far in fact the dealerships have to have it sold to get one coming their way. Like the old school did about forty years ago. So you're in a situation where I know that you're traveling quite a bit because of uh trying to get ready for the uh uh be elected to the rent, the land commissioner but i mean the idea you've got of building a large dam down in the gulf of mexico as the rio grande comes out and and adding a bunch of water uh i think that's the best idea i've heard in years because number one it'll how far will it raise the water level? Fifteen feet, twenty uh, feet. It, it it varies, but I think that uh, you know we can probably we can do fifteen, twenty, maybe even thirty feet, um, all the way across, and then pro- possibly you know in the channel of the river, you know maybe we dig that out a little bit so you actually can have uh, ship traffic go up to the ports like in Laredo, um, but uh, and all the way to El Paso, huh? And all the way to El Paso because, you know, we call it Rio Grande, which means big river. So I thought about it the other day. I said, hey, we need to make the big river, you know, we need to make the Rio Grande grand again. Well, (laughs) and, you know, I think you could probably do it for 15 or 20 million, huh? I think I think it's going to be a lot less than building a wall. I mean, oh, by I mean, far. About but this will create a wall, won't it, because of the river being a half a mile to a mile wide? Well, and that's exactly that's part of the you know part of the uh, byproducts of focusing on the people. You know, the Bible teaches us to take care of the widows and orphans, and so I'm tr- I was trying to solve a problem on how do I, as land commissioner, you know, managing all of the land for the state of Texas to generate revenue and also being responsible for securing the border and maintaining our boundaries as land commissioner. One of the things that I got into looking at was, uh, you know, the situation we have on the border. And as you know, I've talked about securing the border. And I thought, hey, this would be a way we could secure the border. And this would also be a way we could provide economic development in an area, in in a region that has historically been in a drought scenario. And you've got people from Mexico intentionally – draining the river so that people can just walk across on dry ground and so that the coyotes can take advantage of them. And in this scenario, what we would do is we'd turn the Rio Grande River into the Mississippi. I ain't never seen nobody swim in the Mississippi my whole life. Have you, Randy? You're no, a couple no. years older than me. Yeah. No, so, I, I, think, you know, I think the economic boom would be unbelievable. It I would. Think. <clears throat> and it would also allow for more oil and gas development because – you know, you can't drill for oil if you don't have water to get there. Most people don't realize that. I know you realize that. Yeah. But, you know, you've got to have the water to shoot in the hole so you can puff up the rock down in the ground so the oil can ride on top of the water and ride back up. That's really the, that's really what it boils down to. And you've got uh, farmers, ranchers, manufacturers that are on the Rio Grande River that they don't have, uh, a, you know, they're priced out of their business because of the price of water. Well, and this brings. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, so this brings 
you know, economic development and security all in one in one action. How much water is dumped in the Gulf of Mexico uh, per minute? Uh, you know, I've, I've been down to the Gulf. Of, I've been down there, you know, traveling statewide. Uh, I've been down to the border a whole bunch, even before I was running for uh, Texas Land Commissioner to replace George P. Bush. And uh, I can tell you, having witnessed the water flow down at the border, down at Brownsville, as it spills right into the mouth of the Gulf of Mexico, um, it it's moving, you know, a million million gallons of water per minute. Well, so we're easily. losing that water instead of saving it. Right. Yeah, Why don't we? We're not being. If we built a dam, we would hold it up and have use for right. it, and then we could let it come out the way we want at, at the right. mount that we want. And so right. we're wasting all this water that uh, we could be using and saving. And there'll be a day when water is worth more than oil. Well, that's and, my uh, opinion. I think we're, we're, and we're, we're pretty much at that day now. You know, you go look at a bottle of a bottle of uh, Ozarka from the from the, wherever you buy it from, and you start looking at that, uh, you know, people are paying a lot of money when you start getting it in larger volumes. Well, we can live without oil, but we can't live without water, huh? <clears throat> what, the new war will be over water. Yeah. Thankfully, I've got a background. I've got a background in water. We had an oil and gas service company where we drilled one of the biggest, deepest, well, the biggest, deepest water well in South Texas, and uh, thankfully, God's blessed me with not only the political background being a former statewide commissioner appointed by governor perry but also having the business background uh very very uh varied and very specific and detailed because of the work that i've done to be able to serve this job as land commissioner on day one it's kind of like randy it's kind of like hiring the ceo of the king ranch you know yeah you've got to have somebody that has a well you've got an engineering degree too i've got a background in engineering you know most uh, of these land commissioners got a Got a degree in politics and uh, handouts, and that's well, and that's, that's and been our land commissioners. And you know, and you've got to have you know the land commission. You're managing all of the real estate that's owned by the state of Texas, all the land, and then you've got to take care of all the mineral rights, water rights, surface rights, grazing rights, you know, uh, and everything that would come with owning large property. But then that also goes into funding what's called the permanent school fund and the uh the the benefits for all of the veterans are i had somebody walk in front of me real quick and i couldn't tell if they were going left or right and uh but you've got to fund the veterans land board well people don't even realize randy because i tell them there's nothing general about the general land office this this office we're also responsible for over 10 um veterans uh, hospitals for uh, everybody that's out there in nursing homes. So there's veterans nursing homes in Texas, and their death rate this last year was twice the national average. And we've got to put some common sense back into uh, what we're doing for our veterans and for folks here in the state of Texas. Uh, so it's very important that you have that background, not to mention, I know you helped a lot of people with Harvey, you know, the land commissioner is also responsible for disaster relief and disaster recovery and getting people back in their homes after a hurricane. And then after you do that, you've also got to do a civic project to mitigate the flooding that came out of that hurricane. 
so that if you got some more water flow that comes off, you don't have the same houses flooded the next time it rains. So, you know, we could talk for seven hours about all the things that the, uh, quote, general land office does, and uh, we still wouldn't get through all of it. But before I was running for this office, I created a bill that made human trafficking a death penalty offense. Before I was running for this office, we created a bill that made uh, voter fraud a felony in Texas. And I think you might know that I worked with Project Veritas to get that woman arrested here in San Antonio that made all the national news on the voter fraud. So we've been fighting for Texans long before we were running for the seat. And, uh, you know, I just I needed to get a new vehicle. I need to get a new vehicle. And uh, and and y'all, Randy's taught me I'm not buying a new vehicle. I'm buying a good used vehicle so I don't just throw the money out the door. You don't lose 30, 40. You know, the values are going are up right now, but they can't stay up. And plus, depends on how many miles you put on. Miles does matter. You get past 120, the value drops and the desire for people to buy it drops. And so you're traveling and you're putting the miles on. We just got to patch yours in order for you to keep going because this is this is probably the worst time in the world to buy the the key to and I've discussed this because I I follow uh politics and money everything flows into what we can do making a better decision and the stock market always drops in October even though it looks like it's starting to drop now and the car market drops in October. But this year, the car market's not going to drop. But how's this all tied together? We're, believe it or not, you know, we talk about how the world has got so small. Well, Texas has got small. We, and Texas matters to us. Texas matters to San Antonio. Texas matters to, you know, you get to looking at the border like you're talking about. Laredo matters. Uh, Brownsville matters. Yep. El Paso matters. Because we've become a family, and if we're not concerned about the whole state, we got to stand as a state. We've got to make this economy go. We got to make, you know, think of the value. Got to think about ourselves because the government can't continue to print money to take care of everybody. Uh, Biden sent five hundred dollars to all the people in New Orleans. I agree, that's wonderful, but. Uh, did he do it for votes, or did he do it because he's con- concerned about people? He's not concerned about Americans it's still in Afghanistan and those students that are in Afghanistan. He has not no love for people. He has love for votes, and that's it. And so, well, and that's why that's why we got to put people over politics. Well, and that's and that's really what it boils. That's down what to. my note is happens to be on this half of this show. People must always be more important than products. In other words, people might need to be more important than what we want, treating people right, doing the right things. And then my second note on a six-step deal is keep away from pride in your programs, your plans, and your success. You're thinking about others. You're thinking about prospering others. You're not thinking about prospering yourself. And that's where we need these elect officials to think, not you know, too many of them, you know yourself, Bush, he used this office to go to his next office. That's all. He he didn't come into this office to better anything because all he did was try to destroy the Alamo while he was in office. You know, and you fought against that, well, and I, I do know that. Yes, sir. And we stopped the liberals from San Antonio from tearing down the Senate and messing with it because 
you know, we also are responsible for maintaining the Alamo's Land Commissioner, and they want to destroy our history. You know, what's going on right now in the world with, you know, this manufactured uh, illness that's been created, you know, it's 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 bigger than it's a spiritual warfare battle that's going on, and I know you've talked about that with your listeners. Oh, and, and uh, I, helped you know, a, I helped my account manager in Fort Worth. I've never met the lady. She comes home. She's got ever evidence of COVID, and I said, I knocked it out in one day, sucking warm salt water up my nose, making sure it went from the cavity of my nose to my mouth. And she went to suck, and she sucked warm salt water 20, uh, 20 times that day, 20 times the next day. And by the end of the next day, she was back on her feet. But she was down and out when she called me. And she said, mm-hmm. you told me how to knock it out. It, and I, uh, I took my ex-wife to get tested and they test in your nose. And I said, so the COVID starts in your nose and goes to your chest, and that's when you're in trouble. And I said, yeah. I said, I told him, I said, the most contagious hospital in the world sucks warm salt water going in and coming out, and the doctors and yep. nurses don't get sick. Well, there's ways of doing it. Now, there's other ways of catching the COVID, but 90, they, the experts that I've talked to said 95% of the time it comes through our nose. So, you know, we we got to know what we can to be the best we can, to spend money wisely, spend our time, spend our energy, spend our talent and our experience wisely. And that kind of fits what you're, you're doing and what you, you're talking about right now because of your energy, your time, your talent, and your experience and your education going the right direction. Because, you know, uh, after I, I watched Bush in the office, I found out there is a lot to a land commissioner. There's a bunch of work to do. Yep. And, you know, at Texas, we did a good job of making sure that the federal government, you know, really kind of didn't know what we had going on behind the curtain at the time. And uh, because this office, the general general land office, which, again, there's nothing general about it, uh, this was created before the office of the governor was created, before even the Constitution of Texas was created. So people don't realize you know, the, our founding fathers here in Texas knew how important it was to have state control over our land and not have the federal government have the Bureau of Land Management come in here and manage all this land for Texas. Well, Cause that's really and that's what makes us uh, a lot more secure than other places. Well, we still have water rights here, right? We do. But the, we do. But New Mexico don't. There's a lot of other states that have changed them right. up. And I think water rights, you know, they sold them off years ago because they couldn't see the future. I think um, we've got to look at the future. What's We've got to make decisions today that will pay off in the future. Yep, exactly. And, you know, it's uh, there's all kinds of things that need to take place. And, you know, we've got to protect our future, protect our children. Um, and make sure that we're fighting for what's right in the, the left, the people on the left. And, you know, there's a word we use called rhinos. You know, they don't want people in there making good decisions for the people. They just want to keep their steak dinner coming. And as long as they can uh, keep the lobbyists happy, that's all they want to do. And the only people they're taking care of are lobbyists and politicians and I just ain't the way it's Well, and, be, so. and I talk about we elect these people, and they get to Travis County and go brain dead. They're going to serve yep. the people. They get there, and they forget about it. It's just like the insurance industry. 
you know, if you're in another state and you've got insurance and you're in an accident, your insurance company takes care of you, settles with you, and they go after the other insurance uh, agents. But not in the state of Texas. Our senators and House of Representatives sold the public down the river, and they let a claims adjusters who happened to one of the cl- previous claims adjusters who beat the customer up happens to be one of my previous employees. And so I hope oh, wow. I, I might have taught him too much. I don't know. But uh, the claims adjusters beat people up. So I'm, I'm constantly talking to people, giving them ammo to fight the claims adjusters because they beat them up so bad and they mouse the customers around. I got a lot of people yep. on Facebook. Thank you, all of you, David and everybody. And um, Angela's back. And so uh, we need politicians that really will serve what we need and what we want. Another thing is 27 states, it's illegal to have a title loan, but not in Texas. Here we go again. They pay the the officials, the elected officials, so much money that we have title loans, and it's the worst thing in the world. It's 330% interest. You can't overcome 330% interest. But, oh, yeah, we, we want to take advantage of the poor people. I've asked many a banker... And they all think title loans is 20, 30% interest. And then I laugh at them. I said, and they, then they won't believe me. I said, I had the license, and my conscience wouldn't let me do it because you can't change the, the program. You have to charge 330 And that's why they say we have competitive uh, rates. Well, it's because you can't change the rate of 330%, and they make so much money they don't want to. So thank you, yeah, Weston. Yeah, no, they don't care. Uh, thank well, you, and I'm it, definitely you, voting Randy. for you, and I'm definitely going to tell everybody I know to vote for you. And uh, I, I appreciate you calling it in. And we'll work on the situation, and I, I know that you and your wife will be needing new vehicles pretty soon, and we'll see what we can do there. Keep up the good right, work. Well, Let's get some votes. I know you tell me the truth. Thank you. you God bless you. Thank you. Thank you, Weston. You know, and, and that's that's the key, the truth. Uh, I've known Weston for years, and I've always got the truth out of him. And uh, and he don't sugarcoat nothing. He don't, you know, try to tell, you know, anything that'll get him an extra vote. He's gonna tell you. Good morning, Ronnie and Angela and everybody else that's on there. Uh, and so, but you know, sometimes we we've got to know what's valuable in our life, what we really need, the basics. And uh, so, but the Bible will teach us the right or wrong in the direction we need to go if we'll listen. But like I said, how can a person keep away from the evil system? They, lots of times we fall into that evil system, and we got to tell ourselves, no, what can you afford or not afford? But people must always be more important than the products. Uh, I had a gentleman that wanted a vehicle I had the other day. And uh, he said he was going to call in, but he didn't. Uh, not hadn't today. And I wouldn't sell it to him. I said, this this car is a nightmare. It's got a lot of problems. And, uh, you know, and he said, well, I, you know, if money will fix it, you say if money will fix it, it ain't broke. I said, yeah, but, I, I, you know, I think this one's going to cost you a lot of money. It's worth more in the salvage yard than it is in your possession. 
And sometimes we got to look at it that way. What is our time worth? What's our talent worth? What's experience worth? What can we focus on that's productive? Uh, you need to start thinking about what's productive in your life, what you need. Because I'm going to tell you something. If we keep ta- downspinning, we're in a bad downspin. I mean, look what's happened the last eight months. Mr. Biden, hey, we don't care about Americans anymore. They're over there in Afghanistan. We're not getting them out. Now, who in their right mind leaves $85 billion worth of valuable weapons and walks off? Somebody, well, I'm going to tell you who it is. The real president is George Soros. And if you want to discuss that, I can. Look at his policies. Look at his past. Look what he's done before. He hates America. He hates Americans. Well, he's the one that told Biden to leave the Americans over there, I guarantee you. But keep away from pride in your own programs, plans, and successes. Boy, that ain't politicians. That ain't car dealers. Car dealers are very prideful. Hey, they're going to make all the money, and they're going to brag about it. They're going to make fun of you, how stupid you are. And they love what they do. They're very prideful of it. We've got more to talk about next week. Uh, This is Randy Adams. Be sure and give me a call, 830-708-4789, 830-708-4789. YouTube, Randy Adams, Inc. Tell 20 people, go to Randy Adams, Inc. Tell 20 people Randy Adams wants to buy your car, your truck, your house. Hey, and cargo vans. I'm sure needing cargo vans. So give me a call. I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. It don't matter to me. Uh, just bought a Dakota from a gentleman that needed it out of the neighborhood. Uh, I think it's got some serious problems. I had a mechanic look at it, and he said, ah, Randy, I think you got some issues here. Well, that's part of it. I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. Going to easy's? Oh, I'm going to Easy's. At, I'll be there at 10, 15. Uh, they don't open until 11, so we can talk and visit and whatever you want to talk about. And then 11, I'm going in and have uh, them great French fries. Not French fries, I'm sorry. Sweet potato fries. Man, I'm going to tell you, they were great. And it's got some saucy dip in It's really good. So this is Randy Adams, learn to buy and sell cars.com. Make the best decisions you can make. Don't jump into something. Find out if it fits your budget, your lifestyle, your future. We don't know what the future is going to be. We don't know what our health's going to be. My ex-wife's fighting COVID for now on the 15th day. I mean, you know, and I've been there helping her and taking her stuff, and I took her to the hospital. And when I got through, she was so upset because she thought I was going to get the COVID. I went home, sucked warm salt water. Hey, I've been putting my two and a half miles a day in on the streets. I'm still good. I feel great. God bless you listeners. Hey, give me a call, 830-708-4789. Forgive everybody. Don't carry that baggage around with you. God bless you. Hey, tune in next week.